What's going on, everybody? It's George here from Envision, and we're here recording another Brews and Buzzwords with a real dear friend of mine, Mr. Andrew Sorley from Stature Films and Stature Studios. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself first sure. to introduce you to our world? Well, hello, everyone, and uh, thanks, George, for having me on the, the Brews and Buzzwords. Brews and Buzzwords. little background. Uh, this is approximately year 15 of our business. Uh, it was around family day of 2009 when I quit my full-time job and decided, hey, I'm going to jump in and start a business. And at that time, I had a little camcorder. I made videos with Lego and GI Joes and stuff like that. Right on. But knew nothing. I was a marketing guy uh, from the beginning. So slowly and surely built up our 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 uh, our capabilities. Emily, my wife, uh, joined full time about a year after we started, and uh, went from there. Um, so it's been 15 years. We have seen in our brief, what I'll call brief uh, career, all kinds of changes. Uh, when, when I first started the business, people would call and ask if we could convert VHS tapes to DVD. That was, that was the phone calls I would get. Yeah. Um, and in the first chunk of, of our business, I had to convince people that they could actually put a video on their website. Uh, then there was sort of a, a, a real... Um, Wild West, where it was just a rush. Hey, get get a, get me a video. Get me on my. I want to be the first company in my industry to have a video on my website. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, geez, can I have that video in one by one format so that the tile looks right on Instagrams? But then I got to convert it for the and the thing with the okay, G button. Now there's nine by six. Ooh, right. And it goes on and on, and yep. it's going to evolve. But I think the one thing that always holds true and, in, uh, you know, with with video, obviously part of that is to tell a story. Yes. So it's not just about the big hero background, but that hero background has to be immersive and compelling yep. to have some sort of action be taken, whether it's retention of the audience. I mean, I've watched all your work and it is stunning, beautiful, and all of them have meaning. There's a purpose how do you approach when a client comes to you and says, I want a video shot? Is it about the story, the composition? Like, what is your approach and why is the story aspect of it? Why is that important? Great question, George. And I think it might sound a little silly to say, but if you really think about the content that you like to watch and you like to um, even share with people that, you know, Top Gun 2. Amazing. By Great the way. movie. They took a long time to make that movie. They had the technical capabilities, but they, they wanted the story to be perfect. I think that's what Tom Cruise has said in every interview I've seen him say. Yeah. Uh, story is the thing that moves the needle. It's really cool to have the flash and the, the high production value, which I love, but story is the thing that, that, that we connect with. And I've had all kinds of clients... Um, say to us, hey, we trust you. Just just take us, lead us. And I've had other clients say, hey, no, this is exa- here's the script. Here's exactly what we got to do. And they're, they're not thinking about story. They're thinking, hey, this is what legal said. This is what marketing said. This is what comm said. This is what VP said. As soon as it gets through all those filters, there's no more story. Sometimes. And 
so so to bring people back, right? Like you want to go to the theater, you want to go and see the big blockbuster because it has a good story. You like some people hate Marvel, but Marvel has good story. Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing uh, something right. They're doing something right. Right. And so yeah, when when whenever we're tasked with creating a video for a client, we we want to get to know them. We want to understand how we can uh, take the things that they know communicate it to a general audience or a specific audience, but, but, and story is, story is a huge lever in that process. Yeah, for sure. The one thing I've loved about you and conversations we've had is your thought process because coming from an outsider, uh, not familiar with all of the varying stages, you, you've always been like, okay, what are we trying to ultimately achieve here? And how do we do that through good storytelling strategies? Right. Do you get fixated on the impact that your projects are going to have or are when you, you, you just mentioned, for example, you know, there's legal, so there's certain things you can't do, but you know that if you were allowed to do this thing, it could be so much better. Like there are certain critical elements when you're telling a story that just have to be there. Yeah. How do you navigate around that to ensure that it has an impact? Well, the truth is, the truth is, is that sometimes you can navigate around it and sometimes you can't. Uh, but I like to push. I like to push where I can to to understand what someone's trying to do and then take them sort of on a little journey. And, you know, sometimes sometimes that's messy. Yeah. Right? Like sometimes people need to see the systems. They need to see the script. They need to see the storyboard. And then, uh, what I find in our process works the best is is actually being a little bit open. Um, we, we like the documentary style uh, yep. approach. Documentary style, there's no script. Right. There's no guideline. There's no preconceived notion. You, you might have some things that you want to try and accomplish, but you're finding those things out in an interview. You're talking, you're having a real conversation with someone, and you're finding out in real time. And you're adjusting. You've got a list of questions, but you almost abandon those questions almost right away. And you listen to what people are saying, and that's where the story comes. And then when we move to the edit, that's when you start to piece together a compelling narrative, a compelling story. No way, almost no way, that someone could have pre-scripted the majority of that work. It's it, it's because we're all human beings and we're interesting and we yeah, I, th- I think the one thing I, I love seeing is when you're watching something and you can relate to it because of its authenticity. Sure. So when things are, I mean, it's one thing to have a Hollywood film where there's a script. I even think in, you know, in things that I've read about um, film production, they sometimes do give a little bit of leeway to the actors to kind of interpret what's to be improvise, said. Right? Improvise, yeah, 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 on the spot. And that authenticity and that opportunity is evident. Yeah. Most times when you, you when you allow, when you're not so rigid as, as you mentioned. So going full, full circle with video in terms of when your clients approach and obviously you've got, you know, you've identified a great opportunity for yourself. Oftentimes these things are being leveraged. I know you do a lot of production as well, like big, big production stuff. But when it comes to videos being leveraged for marketing and communications opportunities, what's your, what's your spin there? Like how do you start to navigate those waters when this thing is meant to be a driver of like sure. leads or yeah. messaging. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, George. Uh, and, and I would I would tell you that I remind people, and people remind me, 
that in, in, in B2B sales, we're still humans talking to humans. And humans love story. We know this. And so finding ways to connect with an audience through storytelling, I think, is, is critical to retain their attention, to keep them engaged, to make them interested in whatever it is that you're trying to move. If it's a you're trying to hire someone, you're trying to sell something, uh, the longer we keep them engaged, the more they want to fall in love with you, the more they want to, to be next to you, to, to buy your thing. The fact of the matter is, is that sometimes a client will think, here's what my video is going to be about. And we'll hear them talking. There's one example, a company we worked with from, from France called Willow. Okay. Really cool company. Uh, we worked with them just before the pandemic happened. In fact, it was our, it was our last project we did right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. These guys invented a new way to brush your teeth. Okay. And it's a super cool product. And when they came to us, uh, they they had a, they had an idea of what they wanted the video to be about. And, and we, we listened and sure, okay. Hey, while I got you, tell me a little bit about, tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Sure. Well, as it turns out, we found out, and this wasn't in their script, um, the, the CEO, the founder's dad spent his entire year as a dentist. And, and there was this, there was this father son camaraderie and connection. Son spent all kinds of time in the dentist's office, just watching dad work. And there was, and he was also, dad was also an inventor. He came up with ideas and, and that transcended. And, and so we, we ended up getting the exact things they asked for, but then, Hey, we've got a few extra minutes. Can I ask you a few extra questions? Explore it a little bit. What do you think ended up making the final cut? That story course right like yeah. the, the stuff the stuff that was more familiar a lot more connecting and 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 i think that moved the needle a lot farther than hey by the way we are the um, scientifically approved right. first of course yeah, yeah. yeah. just the authenticity and that relation sure. that you can have to that story right there's lots of research to say that authentic storytelling actually releases uh oxytocin in the brain which allows you to connect more with the audience with the, the story that's being not told. oxycontin though Uh, oxytocin, not oxycontin. Okay. Just making sure. Going back full circle though, I do need to figure out who this Willow company is because I, as you know, I've got four kids. Yes. And requesting uh, them to brush their teeth every morning is very challenging. So if there is an easier way, Willow, I will be looking you up. (laughs) I'll I'll make sure that you have their info there. They were featured in Time Magazine for for one of the inventions of the year. Nice. Uh, They've done extremely well. Fun. And I'm sure the way you were able to project that story into the world and tell that story is help their cause because it, it, it does certainly allow for a genuine connection with I think so. whatever they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Even you telling me that it's like, I'm interested. I'm curious right. now. It's not but if I said, hey, scientifically we, proven. To, right. It's like, oh, I've seen those ads a million times and they're out yeah. to get you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got your backup. Yeah. Right. Of course. There's no human to human connection. Right. Right. Story breaks down a lot of those walls. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree 100%. So do you feel that uh, storytelling only works like in the video medium? Um, no, no, I don't think it only works in the video medium. I mean, if you, if, if I said that, I think I'd be pretty arrogant. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, books, novels, poems, speeches. There's There's elements of story and paintings and photography and... You can find story in a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, obviously, my slant or whatever you want to call it is is in the video world. But um, 
I, I think you can, I think you can be a storyteller. I mean, cave paintings and yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, leather bound books. No, I love the good leather bound <laughs> book. <laughs> uh, so I want to tie this into a conversation you and I have had many times sure. because you're, you're so passionate about around video and video quality mm. and the storytelling aspect of it through let's call them higher end mediums, like professionally done through guys like you. When you see videos, and I, I, I'm prodding here a little bit, cause I, know, I think I know where you're gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see videos that are being generated in the mi volume of millions of videos with an iPhone or a mm -hmm. Samsung mm -hmm. or whatever, what's your take on that? Like, where do you go? Like, how do you tell a proper story without, sure. with just that? And is it possible? Sure, hundred percent possible. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent possible. Okay, so I I obviously have a bias. You wouldn't because say that. I have a bias because uh, for a few reasons. Uh, when I was just getting my business off the ground, I would make a video. I'd be proud of it, but I'd watch it, and, and we do this thing internally called deconstructing our own work. Okay, so it's really it's, I like that. It's beating ourselves up. Not because we're going to change this one, but the next one we do, how are we going to make it better? We do that on every single video we do. We have done it for 15 years. An, an early mentor taught me to do that. Now, that can be a heavy uh, thing to do because you're proud of your work, but you're like, okay, that was good, but we're not going to rest here. We're, we need to improve this, 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 mm -hmm. this, and this. Now, for my entire career, I've had people that I've looked up to, still look up to this day, and they're making media campaigns for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I have people I look up to who are doing incredible work for nonprofits. It's just it's just work that you would you just want to go watch, even though it's a commercial. And they're constantly pushing us forward. So we we in in 2015 we see our work and we're like, okay, if I could just do this, this, and this, then I can be where they are. Two years later, they've improved, and you're like, okay, well, I made those improvements. Now I got more improvements to make, right? So. And you know this too, with, with Envision. We're always trying to do a little bit better. Of course. And then this weird thing happened with COVID. All of a sudden, everyone's doing work from home. They're doing Teams or Zoom or whatever. The quality of everything drops. Right. I'm not talking storytelling here. I'm literally talking about webcams, blown out window behind you, whatever it is. People's expectation for quality, I feel has dropped. You watch a national broadcast program and even today in 2023, you know, the doctor who's talking about updates and how the hospital is doing is staring at a laptop down here and you see up his nose and I'm thinking to myself, all right, that is what is now the norm. Right. It's not those beautiful pieces that I fell in love with. It's the standards, well, have dropped. Is, standards have dropped. Right. And so that boils my blood. Sure. So I think to myself, well, geez, I've just, I just spent 15 years going this way. And now everyone else is going this way. Is my job to pick them up and put them back up here? Or is my job to just accept, I know we're down here now. Right. That has nothing to do with storytelling. You could tell stories. With any media, with any cell device. phone, you yeah, could tell sure. stories with a, with a black and white Polaroid. The thing that I believe in is if if you're in a place where you can push for excellence, I think you gotta I think you gotta push for it. Uh, excellence looks a lot of different ways to a lot of different people. Um, you can have the TikTok channel, you can have the Instagram reels, 
over here. And then you can also have the front of the website hero video over here. You can also have another piece that's used exclusively in private sales meetings to close big deals. Mm -hmm. And those different pieces can be completely different production value. And that, that's okay. Uh, I, I, th I think you can have everything. I absolutely agree with you. I think there's a, there's a, a, a place for all of it. And the beauty of that is, is that you can get your quick message out on a platform like TikTok doesn't necessarily, I don't think anybody's going to sit there and uh, work towards winning an Oscar on their TikTok platform. Sure. But then when it comes down to, as you said, you know, a potential sales presentation, a little bit about your organization to give it that higher production value, if you have the means, I think it goes a long, long way. The thing I always say to our, our, our clients is that the presentation matters in the context it's being delivered in. So if it's, hey, we're having a little bit of fun here at this at the office or at the shop with, you know, whatever, want to do something quick. Sure. Great. Yeah, man. Use TikTok, use IG, whatever. Sure. But if you want to tell somebody a story about your organization and the, you know, we've been around for 20 years, there's a lot to be told over right. a 20 year period. I can't do that in a one minute reel. Right. So I want to have high production value because I because I give a shit about how that message and how that story is delivered. So if you give a shit, if you don't give a shit, others aren't going to give a shit either. Well, it, it, it's a it's a direct reflection of your brand. Yes. Right? So if I, I think about Yeti coolers, do you, do yep. you, have you seen of stuff course. that Yeti's made? Yeah. yeah. If Yeti coolers puts out a DIY shot with a cell phone reel, I'm going to think to myself, oh, that's nice, but that's not that's not the real thing. Yeti has built a reputation of right. these eight, thirteen, sixteen minute yeah. epics. Yeah. Um, Patagonia, same thing. Yeah, like they put out these stunning films. Yeah, the uh, beautiful Burton, stories. Burton snowboards, right? Yeah, like like they have helicopter teams in there, and obviously yeah. they have some budget. Burton has also probably got a TikTok channel, and they're doing quick, yeah. quick videos. That's fine. Um, so I think there's, I think we've already said there's room for, for everything, but I, but I do really stress that you, you really have to think about how your brand is perceived and where you're showing up, right? So if you're showing up on a national TV spot and everybody else is high production value and you show up, you, you, you might stand out for the wrong reasons. And I don't, I don't want that for people. I want them. I want everyone to succeed. Of course. Yeah. I think right. that's what we're all trying to achieve here. And um, you know, finding the right solution for the right medium or right. The, the, the whatever the context of what we're trying to achieve, there there is a play for everything. Sure. What I actually try and spend a lot of my time on, George, is trying to get people to open their minds to storytelling. There's so many things that we know as individuals. There's so many things we know as experts. Did you start as a as a coder? Is that your yeah, well, yeah, my story is very long. Sure. Uh, I've said it a million times, but oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I was in dabbling in code. Sure, sure, sure. But but anyone that we work with, anyone that you work with, yeah. generally they started as as the thing, and then as their business grew, they had to bring on team and yes, HR. And, of course. Right. I think we all forget that we have special gifts and we have special uh, talents and, and unique voices and... And I think I think we all have that. I don't know if it's like a reservation or a shyness, but we 
we we we assume that everybody else has the exact same skills as us. They have the exact same experience as us. They don't. So that's a huge part of storytelling is 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 getting you comfortable as the client with actually sharing a little bit about yourself, being a little bit vulnerable, and opening yourself up and saying, "Hey, you know, I didn't have it all figured out on day one, but here's where we are today." I think a lot of people relate to struggle. I think a lot of people relate to ups and downs. Uh, some people just want to have the varnished, you yeah. know, hey, everything has been great. Uh, but I think the audience relates to, hey, like we were almost failing, you know, or we failed a whole bunch of times. Like, um, I think honesty and authenticity go a long, long way. Right. Like to your point, if I go back to, uh, three or four years ago of doing my first video, a lot of apprehension, sure, a lot of doubt, sure, um, you know, second guessing the words that were coming out of my mouth, and not knowing what to say, and you know, it's trial and error, yep. and, and if 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 you're willing to learn, and adapt, and you embrace it, you embrace the failures as much as you embrace the successes, sure, sure. Man, it, it's a wonderful world at that to, point. To your credit and, and to your team's credit, what I love about what Envision has done, because I've seen a lot of companies kind of start these conversations up, you guys have invested in production value. Yes. So you are working on your storytelling. You're working on having great conversations, casual conversations, but, but helpful conversations. But you're respecting your audience, George. You've got great audio. Yes. You've got really nice light. You've got really nice Michael. Very nice, Michael. Yes, Michael's great. Yes, um, you know, and 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 I believe that I'm just going to say it, George. I'm just going to say it. I think it's a responsibility of a brand to respect their audience. And how do you respect your audience by paying attention to the details? And that's where production value comes in. Yep. By paying attention to doing things with excellence, good story, good production value. I think that's a recipe yep. for really great content. I agree with you wholeheartedly and that's why we've kind of set up the way we have for sure and we keep working away at it i mean the beautiful part of the as you know this industry is like it is ever evolving sure you know and it's amazing i mean if you're truly a geek at heart like i am i mean the things that we get into dialogue here about like the lens and what what the differences are between the lenses and the different microphones i don't think the general public appreciates that as much as you and i would where we're like you know in this room right now we have four microphones, we have three cameras pointing at us, we have amazing professional lighting, and that all takes thought. And, you know, obviously Michael, uh, he was the man here. I mean, he put this all together and, you know, it's been a work in progress for us too because we're like, okay, sound, d d density, and, you know, the acoustic panels and yada, yada. And it's like you learn and you just keep adapting so you can tell your story yep. with that marriage of, you know, great production value Great narrative, authenticity. We're, we're all doing the best. I think we're all doing the best we can. I hope we are. Um, and, and look, at there's going to be, there's going to be, uh, there's always going to be things in your way from doing it exactly the way you want. But, but I think uh, just a renewed focus on storytelling, being real with people, as real as you, yep. as, as you're comfortable with. Of course. Connecting with people on a human uh, basis. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, story, story is a great way. It's a great way to connect with your audience. It's a great way to, to accomplish the thing that, that you're trying to do. We, we say at our company that we want to help you do more of what you want to do. 
Yeah, it's awesome. Right? I love that. And uh, that's stature. Amazing. If you want to learn more about storytelling, check us out at envision.co, check Andrew out at stature, and never be fearful of telling your story. Keep it authentic, keep it genuine, because people do care. People mm-hmm. do care not only about your story, but the production, the medium that you're on. Andrew, thank you, man. It's thank always you. awesome to talk to you. I love talking to you because I always learn something new. Uh, Michael, always love having you behind the scenes as well. Michael's also doing a great job with all of his stuff, keeping us on time here. So bravo, Michael. Check us out, Bruising Buzzwords. Peace. Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.